0: This is Convos at the Counter with your host, Angela Gao, here on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine. Join us as we bring you stories from individuals in our community. Just as a quick reminder, the views and opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of UC Irvine or the UC Board of Regents. If you'd like more information about that, head over to KUCI.org. Our show today features two new, up-and-coming creative people, and it's our third episode, yes... Episode three, New Kids on the Block. Let's jump right in. Our first guest is a musician who can play about 15 different instruments. Calvin Chu.
1: Um, so I'm, I'm Calvin Chu. I'm a third year here at UCI. I'm a bio sign major. Um, something about myself. Uh, I work in basic art housing Uh, I'm a community programmer there so I organize events for the freshmen in the community and I get to work with the rest of the CP team. Um, I also, what else do I do? I'm also a worship leader uh, back at my home church so on like Fridays and Sundays like I would hold worship practices and just lead worship for the congregation during service. Um, So you're Christian? Yes, I'm Christian, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: First things first, I guess. So how did you get into doing music?
1: Oh, it's Uh-oh. quite the embarrassing story. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, or it's only embarrassing because I think it's like not good reason. But basically, when, when back when I was in high school, when I was like a second year, um, I was in this algebra, I think it was two, algebra two honors class. And um, there was this, Girl who's in the class who's really cute, (laughs) and I was trying to think of ways to like impress her because you know, cause, 'cause I liked her, and then um I found out that she was in her church's like worship team or like choir or something. So I was like, okay, so this girl she likes music. It's like, hmm, how can I impress this girl? So, um, I tried uh, teaching myself how to sing and play guitar. Um, but it kind of sucked because you know I just I didn't have any like singing ability back then and. I had no idea how to play guitar, <laughs> but um, that's how I started and I ended up writing songs too, so I like, I wrote a couple of songs for her, and it's kind of, it was, it's kind of embarrassing for me to look back at those songs, so I'm just like, oh, so I guess like, well, okay, so that's how I like started, um, but after a while, like, I began to like, really like writing songs, um, a lot of it was because like, I didn't really like a lot of the music I heard on the radio, so I would just like write my own music and like, the thing is, like, I wasn't good at playing music or singing. So I would only, like, hear it in my head. So I would just, like, hear all these songs I wrote in my head. But I wouldn't be able to play them because I, I sucked. <laughs> but um, eventually, like, I started to, like, work, like, practice a lot more and, like, work on my voice. Um, and as I, like, got better at, like, singing and, like, playing guitar and stuff and getting started on worship leading, like, I was a little more confident, so I started like actually like performing some of my songs, um, and yeah, like one thing led to another, and then people started telling me that they liked my lyrics and liked my music. So I was like, okay, if people like it, then I might as well like just perform more. So that's what got me started. Like in college, um, I just like started performing a couple times in like you know like random talent shows. Um, and people liked it and people started asking me to perform at like different gigs and stuff so i just kept doing it kept practicing and that's basically how i got to where i am now just like continually practicing and writing lyrics that people like
0: is there anyone that inspired you to do music or that you take inspiration from in your music
1: um well i get a lot of my ins like for my songs a lot of my inspiration comes from like the bible and like christianity and stuff like a lot of the ideas behind my songs i actually get from sermons like when i go to church on like sundays or like meeting with my christian ministry like i'll just have like mini inspirations and i'll like jot them down in my little notebook and then i'll just it'll end up becoming a song so that's where i would say most of my inspiration comes from actually um sometimes like when i meet people like i also want to write songs about them too like i don't always tell them but like for example, like my dad, okay, he knows I wrote a song about him, but like my dad really inspires me just because of like his story, like his background and like how he really overcame like all of like the difficulties that were in front of him. Like it inspires me to like do my best in overcoming like my obstacles. So like I write songs about that kind of stuff too. Hmm.
0: So is this the uh, cardboard box song?
1: Cardboard? Yes, the cardboard boxes and playthings. So my dad, uh, he originally came from Hong Kong, he was born there Um, and my dad's side of the the family was really, really poor. Like he would always tell me stories about um, how their home was like so far away from school because like they couldn't afford a house that was closer. So he would always have to like walk like hours just to get to the ferry to like ferry to the other side and then walk more like for another couple hours just to get to school Um, which to me is like ridiculous because I live in Mesa Court and I just walk like 10 minutes and I'm in class but like for him like the situation was so different like they didn't always have like enough food like dude I don't even know how they got food (laughs) it was really like a very desperate situation but like eventually they were able to cross overseas to the United States um my dad ended up going to college in Canada and that's where he really like made his way I guess I think he triple majored actually so he's like a genius he's really brilliant I wish I had his smarts but um he worked really hard in college and um like he he'd tell me stories too of like all the hours he spent in the library because like for my dad and the rest of my dad's side of the family they knew what like poverty was you know they grew up like so poor so they knew that like with this opportunity with education that it would like hold a better future for them so they worked really really hard to be where they are now i mean some i complain about my life and my life is like super great compared to like what he had to go through so it's really just encouraging me to make the best of the situation and really just look forward and that's a lot of what the cardboard boxes and plaything song is about because for me as a person, I feel like I focus a lot on like materialistic things sometimes, I guess, like, oh, what's the newest gadget or something? Or, like, the iPhone 5 is super cool. Or everyone has, like, an iPad and keyboard nowadays in class instead of just a normal laptop. So, I don't know, it's just, like, it's really easy to get caught up in stuff like that. So the song is really about reminding us that it's not about those things you know like life isn't always going to be like that nice or it used to be a lot harder so we should really appreciate the things as they are and really focus on the things that are important
0: so you wrote a song called we are the chosen can you talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about that
1: um so we are the chosen was actually inspired by one of my friends from back home um i'm not actually that close to her but when when I met her like she came to my church one time and um we found out about the situation that she was um attempting to commit suicide or that she had tried to commit suicide a bunch of times and then um in the time that I knew her like a couple years back like she was like going to the hospital and stuff and like going through like counseling and therapy and like for me that that was really heartbreaking knowing that someone was like trying to end their own life and I I felt like kind of connected to that too because like back when I was younger like I contemplated it a couple times like committing suicide but I was never able to do it just because like I always remembered like the good things that I had in life and it made me really sad to think that um this girl like she saw that or in her view the good things in life were not worth worth it compared to like what she was going through I guess um so I wrote this song like kind of as an encouragement, uh, not just to her, but like to a lot of other people who are like contemplating suicide. Like, I think it's really unfortunate when someone thinks that it's not worth living anymore. So so yeah, that's, that is like the main inspiration behind the song. And like, you can see it in the first verse of the song. It's um, little sister, don't give up the fight. Sister, please don't kill yourself tonight. Do you know who we are? Um, and a lot of that ties into my beliefs like in christianity and stuff um because i believe that like we're all saved or we all have like salvation and that like we're all loved so when i wrote that like i just wanted to focus on the fact that like everyone on this earth like we are loved by god so
0: all the questions that i wanted to ask so calvin chu thank you for joining me today
1: yeah no problem my pleasure
0: that was calvin chu actually all the background music we've heard so far was composed by calvin from his new album we are the chosen Calvin Chu is a biology student at UCI as well as a new musician. You can find more of his music on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube under the name Calvin Chu. That's C-H-U. Links to this can be found on our website, combosatthecounter.wordpress.com. Also on our website is some bonus interview material from Calvin, which we weren't able to fit into today's show, but is worth a listen. Again, combosatthecounter.wordpress.com. If you're just tuning in, this is Convos at the Counter with Angela Gao, where we bring you some sensational stories from the members of our own community here on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine. Our next guest is someone who I think is one of the most unique people that I've ever met.
2: They say girls like guys who have confidence. So I decided to test out this theory. I'm at a bar, I see a pretty girl, and I walk up to her and I say hey do you have tickets and she says tickets to what and I say tickets to the gun show and that's when she tells me um you don't have any ammo but um no <laughs> well, oh my got your cup of tea you must like coffee but um
0: This is Jonathan.
2: I think I derive the most of my energy from making people laugh and smile. My name is Jonathan Liao. I'm 22 years old. I work for a bank as a teller, and I like long walks on the beach, and I really enjoy playing group games. Okay. I'm very, very single.
0: As you might be able to tell, this guy is quite a character. There's a reason for this.
2: My professional aspirations. Well, at the current moment, I'm working as a teller, as I mentioned, but ultimately, if the world were handed to me on a silver platter, my ideal job would be an actor. Yes. So while I am working part-time, I'm also pursuing acting at the same time
0: okay what got you into acting in the first place
2: well the first thing that got me interested in acting was when i grew up watching the fresh prince of bel-air starring will smith and watching him be funny and making me laugh i thought wow that'd be really cool if i could be funny and popular and have friends and people liked me because i i was not the coolest kid on the block as a child Um, Then, growing up, I began to see Will Smith in more serious roles. And I thought, wow, this guy can do funny things and dramatic things. It's something that I want to do as well, or I wish I could do.
0: So, is comedy something that you, you really emphasize?
2: Comedy... Is something that I really do enjoy I guess when you say emphasize I I see it playing a very big part in my life because that's how I interact with people you know most people bond over um, having the same interests or wanting to do the same things and for me um, I find that I bond with people by making them laugh and that's when they realize oh this guy's not creepy or weird I think I want to hang out with him so it kind of goes from me becoming the entertainer to me becoming a friend and I guess that's just how my f- relationships have developed for the most part.
0: Okay, so it's something that helps you connect to other people.
2: Yes. Uh, it's it's what... Comedy in general is probably my easiest and best icebreaker when meeting new people.
0: So he starts dabbling in performing arts as he's growing up and watching The Fresh Prince.
2: And so I started... Performing um, in different plays. I I remember joining the speech and debate team and doing, you know, either speeches or these events that we called interpretations, which is pretty much acting. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I thrived on it. I was passionate about it. It was what I ate and drank all day for a really long time. And then I entered into college, and I had to find a real major and get a real job when I grow up and support my parents and give them grandchildren because they want me to carry on the family name because I'm the only boy. Um, and so I tried that for a while, and then as I was starting to finish my college career, I realized, well, now that I'm done, am I going to jump straight into working or am I going to try to pursue my dreams? And regardless of whether or not I fall, at least I can say that I've tried. And so that's what got me to consider or seriously consider pursuing acting as a living.
0: Did you always want to be an actor ever since you were young?
2: I didn't. I, I went through the phase of wanting to become a president. Wanted to become a firefighter. Um, Wanting to, you know, be the trash person because I could garbage man. There we go. Um, Clearly English is not my first Mm -hmm. language. Um, But, you know, being the trash man, because that meant I could help people. And to this day, doing or having a job that Involves helping people, a lot of service-oriented uh, work is what I thrive on. And what ultimately led me to consider being an actor as a real job, not just a passion or a hobby, was that I, as I grew up and my brain developed, I began to notice just how much influence actors had. You have so many actors that donate to different charities, donate to different uh, political parties that they care about. One of the easiest ones is uh, George Clooney, who went overseas to visit and try to you know, make the world a better place. Because celebrities are focused on so much, we, you know, if I were to become a celebrity as an actor, that, that's my goal, I would think that's anyone's goal. but my concern isn't so much about the money because I know that I can give away a lot of it and still survive fine my goal would be to use that ability to reach the masses of people and to inspire or provoke some sort of thought to make the world a better place
0: how did your family react when you said oh I want to be an actor when I grow up
2: ah good question um i'm i'm asian Uh, i come from an asian family acting is not a doctor nor is it a lawyer so there was a little bit of hesitance at first um my my parents were you know shocked as most asian parents i think would be and they tried to talk me out of it they mentioned you know it's so hard, your computer gets so many people. What do you have that stands out compared to others? Um, what happens if you can't support yourself? It's so unstable. Lots and lots of good reasons to not be an actor. But I think with anything meaningful in life, at some point, logic kind of goes through, gets thrown out the window and you have to thrive on that passion, that desire to do what you think is right. And so, The best thing I could tell them was, I understand that all the points you're giving are valid, but this is still what I want to do. This is something that will make me want to live each day and not waste my time. If I can pursue acting, I won't feel like I've wasted your money.
0: So as he's finishing up school, Jonathan reveals his new career plans to his parents. Despite all the arguments against the profession, They were persuaded and supportive of him trying things out on his own. However...
2: If I couldn't make anything come of it in a year, then they would stop um, funding me. They would still support me emotionally, but at that point they said, you need to be able to support yourself financially. And to me, it made sense. Obviously not as ideal as I want, but... Considering that they've already raised me for 21 years, throwing you know money into feeding me, clothing me, bringing me to college, it's, it wasn't something that I was going to fight them about. Just knowing that they were willing to support me that much was very encouraging. And so that was the deal that I made with my parents. Get a year, and after that, I'm completely on my own.
0: As an Asian American in this industry that does not really have that many Asian Americans, what is that like?
2: It it was a little discouraging at first. I, I spent a good time talking to myself like, where do you think you're going to go with this? And I had similar doubts as my parents. You know, it's unstable. What do you have to offer compared to everyone else? Um, but I think what helps is that we're seeing a rise in... Asian American uh, actors or performance, you have so many people on YouTube, you have Wong Fu Productions and then you have people like uh, Harry Shum Jr. who's on Glee and so seeing that these people are, were in a very similar position to me where they were striving to pursue their dreams in a world in a setting that doesn't I guess cultivate that kind of atmosphere and to see that they're succeeding to see that they're doing well I think that's what gives me encouragement Um, obviously you know my my family and my friends also help to support me in that but what's most important for me is to remember that I'm not alone in this
0: Uh, as of right now, where are you in your career?
2: I've, I've been fortunate enough that I've gotten to work on a couple of projects. Um, enough that I don't feel like I'm wasting my time. Um, but not enough to support me financially yet. I, I still work for the bank. Um, very recently, um, I managed to find an agent.
0: An agent is basically someone interested in the actor and can vouch for their skill, help them get roles, etc.
2: And after, you know, sitting down and talking, I've decided to sign with the agent. So that should be able to open up a few opportunities for me as well.
0: Let me just do a tiny disclaimer here. The following bit makes the slightest mention of adult entertainment absolutely nothing graphic or anything like that. But if you're listening with curious young children, please be aware.
2: So one, one project that I can share about is, this was done back in November. It was a Sunday shoot, meaning that I had to be at the site on Sunday normally I go to church during that time but I felt that this would be a good opportunity and so I drove out to the downtown LA area and I'm looking up this address and I'm driving down the street I'm almost there and then I pass by this big sign that says uh jet strip girls I'm like oh that's funny I'm next to a strip club, wouldn't it be funny if I ended up having to shoot there? And so I parked my car, I walked, I double-checked the address on my phone and on the building, and there it was, Jet Strip Girls. So the first thing I thought of was, oh, I'm going to be so screwed if anybody finds out about this. Because essentially, I just skipped church to go to a strip club. But I thought, you know what, it's okay, it's okay. I think my friends, you know, will understand or let me at least defend myself. So I walk into the strip club and uh, the director's there and he goes, oh, hey, uh, you're playing such and such part, right? And I say, yes, I'm, I'm here for that. They go, great, um, you know, come inside. Uh, let me just fill you up on what we need. Uh, did you bring your wardrobe? I show him the clothes I brought, he approves and he says, great, then we'll just wait around for a bit. In the meantime, help yourself to some breakfast. So the entire day was pretty much eating the snacks they provided, shooting what they needed. Um, This ended up being for a Doritos commercial Hmm. and played my part, ate, chatted with all the other people. And when it was done, it ended around five o'clock, started at like 8 a.m we left. Obviously, we have some, you know, bad celebrities that, you know, drive drunk or experiment with drugs, and they don't necessarily influence people to do good. They kind of become those like, oh, I feel sorry for that person kind of people, and I would hope that I can live my life in a way that people will see that, you know, I might not necessarily be the best, um, but I'm doing the best that I can with what I have, and that they would be inspired to do good for the world as well.
0: Jonathan Liao is an actor based in Orange County. He is always looking for opportunities in acting. Our show today was produced by me, Angela Gao. Special thanks to our guests, Jonathan and Calvin, as well as to Sarah Flynn for inspiration for today's theme. You can hear bonus material as well as see pictures online at combosatthecounter.wordpress.com. Stay with us. Off the Couch with Paul Osgood is coming up real soon.